Hey, welcome back, guys, to an episode of Geeks and I'm here with Joey again, and we're going to be talking about The Bad Batch, the newest Star Wars show coming out of Disney+, Plus, a continuation of The Clone Wars. Uh, this is taking place between The Clone Wars and what eventually would be whichever, you know, thing happens beside Clone Wars and uh, New Hope. So probably between... Um, that and Rebels. It's been a while since I see Rebels. And Joe, you, you don't really watch most of the shows, do you? Uh, cartoon wise. The cartoon wise, no, not really, because uh, I think I remember watching bits of Clone Wars back mm-hmm. when it came out. Uh, I didn't watch the final season, but mm-hmm. I kind of know what happens, and I think I've seen clips of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this is essentially sort of, I guess, a return for me to watch. Something, something along those lines. Something, yeah, like getting, like actually watching a Star Wars cartoon show mm-hmm. like, in like a in like a really long time. Yeah, because I think the one you mostly watched was getting Tartakovsky's Clone Wars, the one that came out. Doesn't. Nah, yeah, 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 that definitely was. Uh, I think that was the one I remember the most mm-hmm. on the top of my head. But that was just because. You know. I, I'm gonna tell you this right now, I don't blame you for not remembering most of Clone Wars. I I like Clone Wars. Right. But there's often a lot of drag in that show. No, I've heard that, like, sometimes there's a lot of weird... Because it's very... It's like an anthology series, right? There aren't, yeah. like, a whole lot of... Like, you, you'll get into some tangents sometimes. Yeah, no. Uh, but I will say, one thing I did like about the Clone Wars show, and thankfully it does continue on to this show, because, again, we're talking about The Bad Batch, so it's a show that if you haven't watched The Clone Wars, I'm pretty sure you're fine. In my opinion, you're fine without it. Because it's it's pretty straightforward. Um, in, in the Clone Wars show, one thing they, they really try to emphasize is, um, that each of the clones have, have their own little personality and their own little character. They're, they're more than just, you know, cardboard cutouts. Yeah. They're not, you know, just window dressing. Oh no, see that, that's Rex. He's the da 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 da. That's Cody. Da-da-da. You just know him as the guy who shot Dado on Kenobi, so on and so forth. And... Uh, probably. Do you want me to explain to the Bad Batch all, or do you feel like you got the gist of it? No, I got the gist of it. They in the in the first episode itself, uh, they definitely explain sort of the idea of the Bad Batch themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that they're just a clone regiment that uh, is very uh, they're seen as defective because mm-hmm. they have certain traits that were like yeah really like unusual for other clones. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the clones are sort of uniform in terms of appearance and stuff, or, and have, like, but still have their own personalities of it. These guys are definitely, like... They're, they're, they're all same, all the clones are, like, same build, same face. Um, some of them might or might not have hair, might or might not have tattoos or something that differentiates yeah. the other. But, uh, the Bad Batch clearly, um, are meant to look a little different. I mean, one of the guys, whose name is Wrecker, is, like... Clearly, obviously, not the same as everyone else. Yeah, he's like, like at least, he is a brick house. Yeah, he's bigger than any clone ever, basically, and he's you know he's he, he, he lives up to his name. He wrecks stuff. He's sort of the, uh, you know, he's the muscle of the group. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, so we're gonna go into uh, discussing the episode, but um, little little tan- not tangent, but little interesting fact. So, in one of the episodes of Clone Wars, they established a clone named Number 99, who was a very defective clone. Like, he was, he was basically, um, 
Quasimodo, the Quasimodo of all the clones. No, I rem- I think I vaguely remember this. He was super old, right? He he was he wasn't super old, but he was like he he looked weird. Yeah, he looked weird. He had a hunchback, and he was just the janitor. Yeah, and he he but he did some he did he was able to do a heroic sacrifice for his brothers because that's kind of how they all view themselves as brothers. Because mm-hmm. you know they're all clones of the same person of uh was it Jango Fett? Yeah, Jango. Yeah, Fett. yeah, Jango. Yeah. And like they they view themselves as brothers, and uh, in the episodes that were Clone Ninety Nine appeared, um, you kind of get the gist that. You know, they all they don't have names. They all have numbers, but they they value names so much. So that's, that's a really I thought that'd be an interesting thing to note. And basically, naming a whole clone unit after the the that one to fit the clone kind of means a lot. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it carries with the group itself because they see themselves. Uh, they they often see as defected themselves. Well, I think they were programmed that way, as okay. I recall. All right. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, let's do something different. Let's not make them so so like everyone else. But uh, no, we'll, we'll start off with the episode. Um, Joy took us away. Now, it, the first episode, right? Uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, and if you have, you pretty already much already know. For those of you that do, I've seen it. It's like an hour long. Yeah, it's a pretty. It, it, it's a. It's an hour long. It, it, it definitely sets up uh, the premise of the show. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, we basically start. We're at the sort of uh, the end of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, we just finished a sort of big battle, you know, against the Separatist army. We had the Jedi commander, I forget her name. Yeah. And her uh, Padawan, uh, Calvin. Caleb. Caleb, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, interesting note. Did you think that voice was weird for that kid? A little bit. It sounded, it sounded like... He sounded a little too old. A little too old. There's a reason for that, Joey. Okay. He's the, he would go on to be one of the main characters of Star Wars Rebels. Kanan. Oh yeah, it's Freddie Prince Jr. That's interesting. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I, I, like, it did sound familiar to me. Yeah. Like, it did sound familiar. Mm. His, vo- his voice sounded familiar to me. I don't want to lie. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Uh, You're like, I, who is this guy? Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this kid before. Yeah. In some form or fashion. So that's an interesting note. But yeah, anyways, then the Clone Wars. Uh, Clone, uh, you know. Yeah, the Bad Batch just helped out. Uh, you know, turn the tide a little bit. And as they're launching the counterattack, uh, the clones get the uh, the infamous Order sixty six order. And they just uh, just like in 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 the last season of Clone Wars, they inserted the actual lines from the movie, like the actual voice. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's fun. Yeah, but uh, you know, so Order sixty six goes down. Uh. The Jedi Master gets killed protecting uh Well trying to defend herself more. Well, right? Yeah, defending herself but telling uh Caleb yeah. to run. And obviously and the interesting thing of course is the Bad Batch don't get the order and they're just sort of like, What the fuck's going on? Yeah, well except for one of them. And well one of them we'll, is we'll, very we'll much like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sort of like so they just uh some of them sort of go ahead and try to like you know find uh Calvin and you know, try to protect him. Caleb Caleb. Caleb. Uh, it's a uh, hunter and uh, crosshairs go. Yeah. While the others sort of like try to figure out. Okay, so what the hell's going on? Right? Mm-hmm. They like hunter finds means Caleb, right? And he's sort of like, listen, all right, I'm just here to help. You know, you don't. But clearly, he's not like I just. You guys killed my master. Screw you guys. He sort of just jumps 
across the uh, waterfall, and he sort of just runs away. Which, by the way, Crosshairs is the one who's really trying to kill this kid. Hunter's yeah. like, bro, we're trying to help you. Yeah, Crosshairs is like, we we're like, they're orders. Good mm-hmm. soldiers follow orders, all right? And it's like, no, 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 no. We've been fighting with the Jedi for how many fucking years? And all of a sudden, they go rogue? All right, we need to figure some answers out, all right? There's got to be a reason for shit. Yeah, there's got to be a reason why we're given this order. Like, we need more explanation other than, you know. Orders. Yeah. And I'll say there at this, I love what they do. I love the fact that we get to see the aftermath of Order 66 from the clone's perspective. Because we already know the Jedi's perspective. Like, they're just running and hiding. Yeah. So they're fighting, running and hiding. Like, with... With this, though... And I don't know how you feel about the fact... Okay, because they explain in the show, both in Clone Wars and in this, is that all clones have an inhibitor chip that's uh, whenever Order 66 is initiated, they have to kill the Jedis. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you feel about that. It's... I mean, it's an interesting thing because I think it was... uh, I'm assuming because of the way Clone Wars was with... uh, Mm-hmm. trying to give all the clones personalities and really sort of building the bonds between them and their Jedi Masters, that to just jump into Episode 3 and get, they get the order and they just immediately just go into insta-kill mode, no questions asked, mm-hmm. was it, it's very much like, damn, that's fucking cold-blooded or whatever, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the inhibitor chip is basically, I think they wanted it to be a very much like a uh, a solid explanation as mm-hmm. like, oh, these aren't their usual selves, they just simply... They just had, like, a programming to, like, once the order is initiated, they just become different, you know, they're completely different people now. No, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I've always been kind of 50-50 with it, but over time I became, like, more accepting of it, because, like, I'm a man, because, like, throughout the show in Clone Wars, they establish, like, yeah, they have character, they have personalities, but they also have a genuine bond with their commanders, Rex is being the best example mm-hmm. with him and uh, Anakin. Yeah. They, they were, like, two peas in a pod, they were best friends. And now, knowing that Order 66 went down, you're like, oh, man, this is so tragic. Like, it's there, there's still a bit of tragedy, but now it, it's an actual... It can, you can kind of argue it's an actual layer of tragedy because it was against his will. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, yeah, yeah. you can argue that. Like, probably all these clones are, you know, there's still a part of them that's like, oh, I can't believe I did that. But mm-hmm. the inhibitor chip is like, essentially has forced them to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it's... Yeah, I can kind of see your point about it being 50-50. Uh, for me, I, I think it's at least a, a decent retcon mm-hmm. to at least help alleviate some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But anyways, yeah, we we do see a lot of the uh, the, the bat- Batch's perspective on this stuff because as they return to Kamino, they're pretty much like, man, the clones are acting weird. Like, wait a minute. What's Steve doing here? Isn't Steve supposed to be, like, over there in Coruscant? Yeah, yeah. It's like, why is the Coruscant guard here? It's like, war's over. And it's like, I mean... Yeah, but, like, what does that mean, though? I like the idea that, like, they're, they're, they're starting to question, like, what's their life without the war? Yeah, it's like, well, what do you do now? And, of course, uh, afterwards, they sort of uh, have this whole assembly hall mm-hmm. where they get, you know, they get in the message from Emperor Palpatine's, like, uh, the Republic is gone. We are now the Gal- Galactic, Galactic Empire. Empire. And the Bad Batch is like, Galactic Empire? The fuck? What the hell? 
And, like, he does the whole speech. The only thing we're missing is uh, Padman going, like, so this is how Liberty dies, with thunderous applause. Yeah, 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 obviously. And, uh, I mean, of course, the, all, all the clones of the Bad Batch are, you know, you know, clapping and stuff. And it's like, all right. And, it's and, like it's the morning you realize, oh, I'm on the bad guy's side. <laughs> yeah, it, there is a moment where it's like, are we the baddies? Uh, but uh, Someone behind them, like, we always were. Yeah. But uh, Hunter, the mm-hmm. main... Uh, leader mm-hmm. who by the way looks like rambo to me I'm not, oh oh we're gonna have time to talk because uh, i want to hear your opinions on each of the characters okay all right. but I, I i said this in the, in the when me and kelvin were talking about uh the final season like these feel these characters feel like an action movie set okay all right i can see that yeah but uh yeah no hunter notices that there's a a little girl with the comedian the uh, was it Kaminoans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Star Wars names are weird. Uh, it's like, a lot of detail to remember, man. I don't yeah, mind yeah, 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 yeah. I'm surprised how Kevin was able to do it, dude. It's a huge universe. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm so like legit. There's probably people who under who know the uh, the species name for uh, Guado, like his species, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, why would you know that? How could you possibly even? Why would you even remember that? I read the books. Fair enough. Fair enough, I guess. But yeah, no, he's he spots her for a second and is like, he, uh, okay, that's weird. Why is there a kid here? Why is there a little girl here? Yeah, right? It's like very bizarre. And listen, I'll say this right now. If you're if you're able to put two and two together, you can pretty much figure out why there's a little girl here. Yeah, no, like it's pretty obvious why, why there's yeah. a little girl here. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, With they... With a s- s- hard Australian accent there. Well, they all have Australian accents, but yeah. yeah so slightly. Well, is it... Australian or New Zealand? I can't. I think it's one of the two. Yeah, but uh, listen, I'm an American. I can't do. I can't differentiate. Yeah, but uh, so anyways, they uh, they they sort of come back. Uh, Crosshairs is still like riding on a mm-hmm. hunter for like essentially letting the, the pad, uh, you know, yeah, the young Padawan go. Yeah, yeah, letting the young Padawan go, even though like Hunter says himself like, no, I didn't. It's like, no, nah. but you right. did though. You did though. You did though. I'm like I'm like you know you did though it's like I know who I know how you are dude yeah it's like I know you 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 wouldn't have killed him trust yeah. me all right but uh they do actually meet up with uh the young girl her name's Omega mm-hmm. and uh, you know she's very curious right she's mm-hmm. like an assistant for uh, uh for the doctor for the doctor yeah and uh you know it's very much like you know I like you guys right and they have a little bit of camaraderie yeah yeah camaraderie yeah uh you forgot to mention grand moff tarkin shows up yes like and it's a bad time too because they they have like a huge like uh food fight in the uh Mm -hmm. in the uh cafeteria and grand moff tarkin does not like clones he does not like clones he's here specifically to just be like listen i don't think we need the clones anymore and it's like but if we're gonna if you're gonna be a galactic empire now you're gonna need a, a bunch of people you know control in the galaxy you know our clones can do that yeah but regular people are cheaper and it's like yeah but our clones are better and you know listen for all for any of you who've never seen anything with clone wars or anything like that uh i'd rather have a clone army than a stormtrooper army because at least the clones can aim and write and able to shoot the targets yeah i mean that's sort of the joke uh in the star wars fandom is that because to be fair, it does that does happen eventually. Mm-hmm. We if you know if you if you at least know of Star Wars lore, is that the stormtroopers are just regular people mm-hmm. by the time of the uh, original trilogy. So, you know, 
Uh, and you can definitely understand that, oh yeah, no, clones definitely would have worked here. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Yeah. They're expendable. I mean, you mass produce them and, you know, but for Grand Math Toppins, like, uh, expenditure cost, it's too much money. It's a lot cheaper just to get regular people, all right? It's weird, because I would think that he would try to, like, naturally, you know, move away from the clones instead of just, like, halting it all together. Yeah, yeah, but I guess uh, Grand Moff Tarkin is very much like, no, we gotta get this going, all right? We, oh, yeah. we, we need our Galactic Empire to work efficiently, mm-hmm. and uh, this clone army is really dragging our uh, yeah. bottom line. Let here. me check on these guys who are not like the other clones and put them on a test field, because that's exactly what happened. Grand Moff Tarkin just calls on the Bad Batch to do some training exercises, and he's like, okay, they're pretty good, and then, and then he calls in the big guys. Yeah, and then he's like, use live rounds. It's like, but, but sorry, I don't want to injure our clones. I don't care. Just use it. They're expendable. <laughs> yeah. You said it yourself, right? Uh, so, yeah, you, they get live shots fired at them, and it's like, and they manage to, you know, turn the tide. Right? Yeah, you start to realize why they're the bad, bad, one, why they're like the badass of the badasses. Yeah, because they, they get put in these situations, and they just like MacGyver their way out of this stuff. Oh, they MacGyver the hell out of it. Yeah, they're always finding inventive ways to, like, uh, to, to uh, you know, handle their situation yeah. and, like, t- you know, in turn like, the tide. The like, fact that Crosshair, was was it was it Wrecker or was it Hunter that threw the knife? It was Wrecker. Yeah, Wrecker threw a knife only for Crosshairs to shoot it so he can aim it at the head of one of the robots. Yeah, he was like, Wrecker knife, all right? Throws the knife and then he just lines the shot and then goes, you know. That's, and you're like, damn, that's pretty fucking cool. Eat your heart out. <laughs> Get your heart out, John Wake, bro. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But yeah, Grand Marf Toggin is very much like, all right, this is you guys are interesting. Yep, and he questions like whether or not they killed the the, the young Jedi because the thing is, and they talk about this that they don't have because of the defects that they've that they put on to 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 the Bad Batch. They they don't have the inhibitor chips. It's like you said. I think you said that earlier. Yeah, it's yeah. They don't like. It's either they don't have it or it's it's, it's not it's, it's not, not functioning. Yeah, it's not functioning right. And Grandma talking to is like, well, if the inhibitor chip isn't working correctly, how do we truly know that they'll be loyal to the Empire? Because they're loyal, sir. Yeah. Well, apparently, from what I hear, they're uh, not. Uh, they let a Padawan escape. Ah shit. Yeah, so Grand Mark Tarkin essentially just puts the Bad Batch on a uh, on a mission to get rid of some insurgents. He he phrases it as like you know a separatist group are trying to uh, you know they're just trying to uh, continue mm-hmm. the war or whatever, and it's like all right, we got this. And you find out it's just a bunch of refugees. Yep, with Saul Guerrero. Yep, not looking like Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Well, to be fair, by the time he is Forrest Whitaker in the movies, uh, he's fucking old as hell and very jaded. Mm-hmm. Here, he still has a bit of hope in his eyes. He's like, yeah, we can do this. You know? So, obviously... How funny it would have been if he was like... What was that line he did in uh, Rogue One? Uh, Save the Rebellion. Save the Dream. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, obviously, uh, Hunter and the rest are like, oh... This is not what we signed up at all for. I thought we were here to kill some, you know, some droids, you know? And it's like, no. And Crosshairs is the other one that's like, we gotta do the orders. Yeah, we got we got orders. We gotta, you know, take out these guys. It's like, dude, there's women and children here. It's like, it's orders are orders. It's like, all right, Crosshairs, seriously. You, you are acting very strange right now. <laughs> you are being a dick. <laughs> yeah. 
So, and, and of course, it turns out that Grandmark Target has used one of the uh, survey droids to uh, follow them. And he sort of kind of knows, all right, I see what, where, where, where we're going at with this thing. Mm-hmm. And pretty much uh, uh, the Bad Batch are like, well, this is kind of bad. Yeah. Right, we're in a bad, we're in a sticky situation, right? So they decide to go back to Camino and try to rescue Omega because they find out that she's a clone. And then again, as I said, if you're able to put two and two together, you can figure it out. I mean, uh, Tech, right? His name. Yeah. He pretty much is like, yeah, she's a clone. Like, I'm surprised you guys didn't know that. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Yeah. No, that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's like. Well, you know, uh, but yeah, they usually never clone females. They only use clone males. Yeah, which I will admit is something that I had thought about. Like, I guess in my brain, it's like, yeah, yeah, it is actually kind of weird how there's a how they actually decided to make a female clone this one time. That's interesting. The reason for it probably will be revealed later on because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it definitely seems like the doctor very much like you, know, you got to stay, you got to stick with me. All right, you don't you don't go running around stuff. All right, mm-hmm. so yeah, basically they go back. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the clones on Camino are taking all their stuff out of their room. Mm-hmm. They find Omega there because she's like, "This is so cool," and then she gets you know mm-hmm. took to, you know they take her away. Mm-hmm. And by the time the Bad Batch show up, they're all get captured. Yep, uh, Grandma Tarkin's already there, just sort of like. Yeah, I know not to trust you bastards. Yeah, I kind of figured uh, you guys uh, weren't that loyal. So, uh, off to the brig with you guys. Yeah. So, they, you know, they get sort of locked in, uh, you know, a jail cell uh, with Omega. And they're very much just like, Morgan's like, well, why'd you come back? It's like, well, we're here to rescue you. And, I mean, you know. Plus, you're the only one that's not crazy. <laughs> yeah. We would have saved the rest, but, like, they're already too far gone. Well, yeah, pretty much. But, uh... Yeah, uh, so they th- the clones take away crosshairs, and because Grandma Targon realizes, sort of knows like he's the only one that seems kind of loyal. Let's check on his inheritor chip, and it turns out his inheritor chip is kind of working. Yeah, and that's when I'm like, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, so you know, he's sort of kind of he, he he's very much feeling like loyalty to the group, but also yeah, you know, the inheritor chips sort of. Causing him to be this way, mm-hmm. so Grandma Tarkin's like, "Is there a way to amplify the effect?" And the Kaminoans are like, "Yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah. All right, do it." So, which by the way, I forgot to mention, Omega at least tries to like convince Crosshairs to like, "No, you're you're, part, you're with us, dude." Yeah, Omega does. Friend. Omega does try at least to like have mm-hmm. a heart to heart with uh, Crosshairs, but Crosshairs is very much like, "Man, you don't know anything about me, kid." <laughs> he's a he's a he's a generic, as the anime weaves would say, Sundere. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, a one of the Edge Lord is also. I mean, he he drew a he. It's either tattoo or he drew it himself. He has a crosshair on one of his eyes. Yeah, like a like the the scope line or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, the Bad Batch figure out. Well, at least Tech figures out there probably is a way to get out of here. So they managed to open a a hole. Yeah. Big enough for Omega to get it out, so that way she can turn off the shield door. Hmm. And while the rest of the group sort of just try to, like, you know, cover, yeah. essentially, her, uh, which, you know, she's able to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're able to escape. Uh, the Crosshairs know. comes in. He's like, gotta take you down, buddy. 
Yeah, they get to the hangar, and then obviously it's, it's a big like, fight. Yeah, Crosshairs is very much. I'm pretty sure he's wearing like what seems to look like something similar to a stormtrooper helmet. No, maybe it, it kind of looked like it, it was to a little me. too dark for me to notice. Yeah, I think that was it as well. It, it was very dark by the mm. end. Uh, but yeah, basically uh, they managed to sort of. Mm-hmm. Not like they sort of uh, Omega sort of kind of saves uh, Wrecker because he gets shot by Crosshair because mm-hmm. she somehow is able to wield a blaster, right? It's that, it's, that, it's in the DNA, man. Yeah, like you know, she sort of like you know afterwards once they on once they're on their ship and they escape, Hunter's like, how'd you know? How'd you do that? And it's like I don't know. I just like I, it just it sort of happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure since she is a clone, she probably still has. Those reflexes yeah. of Django Fett. For those now, there is a theory that I came up with. Okay, then. Do you want to hear it? Uh, yeah, I okay. guess. Okay. Yeah. So, and this is this might upset some people, but this... My theory is that she's the first attempt at cloning a Jedi. Mm. Or someone with a high chlorine count being the test subject for... What eventually would lead to, you know, Palpatine's great plan that, you know, of the cloning and bring and like, you know, ensuring that he will survive all the way up to, you know, was it the Rise Skywalker? Rise Skywalker. Right. That's interesting because I mean, we already kind of get at least hints of that plan in mm-hmm. uh, Mandalorian, mm-hmm. the second season, especially. Mm-hmm. That's the main reason why they wanted the Grogu. Uh, so, I mean, that could be an interesting uh, mm. thing because of course uh, the doctor is talks to the prime minister of the uh of the uh Kaminoans. yeah and she's sort of like he he took omega and it's like oh that's kind of bad isn't it yeah let's not tell grandma talking about this mm. it's like okay <laughs> which i mean that alone definitely sort of hints at like she's definitely special mm-hmm. and something that they don't want grandma Tarkin knowing about Mm-hmm. Right, so I don't know. I just it's interesting. I, I it's a it's a, it's an interesting theory, you know. But we're only two episodes in, so yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure if that's the thing. Yeah. So let's go into the second episode real quick, so we can give our whole discussion at the end. Um, second episode essentially, you know, they find a character who whose name is Cut, who is a farmer. He's got a family, you know, all that cool stuff. By the way, he's a deserter. He was a clone himself. And he was established in one of the previous Clone Wars episodes. And they essentially they come to him by saying, like, hey, how the fuck did you hide from the from the Republic slash Empire all those lives? We're, we're going to need some tips, dude. We're trying yeah. to hide ourselves. And essentially, the, the, whole, the whole point of this episode is... And it's a very sh- short... It's not, as a, not an hour long. It's, a, it's an average episode length. And it gets straight to the point that... They're trying to, you know, find a way to hide. And this essentially establishes the relationship between Hunter and Omega. Because mm-hmm. there's a there's a big uh, father-daughter thing going on. Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, like, Hunter sort of uh, doesn't really know much how to handle a kid very mm-hmm. well, right? And uh, Cut's sort of just trying to give him... Cut and the... Uh, I forget her name. Oh damn! I'm I'm blanking on it right now. It's like started with an S, not Sena. 
no. But basically, they're sort of giving her, like, listen, giving him advice. They're just like, listen, all right, she's a kid. She's going to get into a lot of trouble, you know. It's it's hard to raise a kid, you know. Look at yeah. us, right? Yeah, so. Uh, we got two. Yeah, we got two. And, you know, you know, Omega gets into a little shenanigan. She's playing ball with the two kids. Which, uh, usually with kid characters in cartoons, they they often tend to be really annoying. She's not as annoying. Thank God. Yeah, which I mean, I think I think it helps that uh, the Clone Wars writers uh, know it's Sue. Of, it's Sue. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, I, the Clone Wars writers, I think, have learned with uh, Ahsoka because mm-hmm. before, obviously, Ahsoka was very kind of was 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 kind of annoying at the start of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. right? But over the time, she you know you, she grew into a character. Grew into a very likable character who's still like really popular to this day. Mm-hmm. So I think they sort of learned from their mistakes of uh, writing Ahsoka and they're applying it to Omega. And you know, Omega is obviously you know she's likable, right? Mm-hmm. She's just like very curious about the world because she's only been on Camino. You know, so it's kind of like wow, this is so amazing. But yeah, no, uh, when they're playing ball, she accidentally kicks it out. She tries to go get it out of the fence, and it turns out there's a giant space monster uh, wanting to eat her. Thankfully, they save her, though. Yeah, thankfully they save her. And what what I really do like about... Because she doesn't know better. She's been inside of a... Of, like, a... It's like, she, it's like if you took the kid that was homeschooled for like a good chunk of her, like... Her whole life, her or his whole life, and they suddenly go to college. What's gonna happen? Yeah, it's very much a big open world, right? Yeah. And so it's very much like, oh, what's this? What's like she's that? like, what is this? It's, and everyone's like, it's dirt. Wow, this is so cool. And it's like, well, all right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but just, uh, just don't bring it in the ship, goddamn. Yes, but mainly, uh, sort of uh, the uh, the advice cut gives is that yeah, listen, all right, if you want to like. You know, lay low, start a new life. You gotta abandon the soldier stuff mm-hmm. now. It's a changing world. And uh, mainly it's sort of like, I mean, we're gonna try to get off planet us because, you know, uh, we've been seeing a lot of clones recently and we wanna, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move out, right? Mm-hmm. And they, and so Cut tries to get a, you know, passage on a, char- uh, on a little ship that's going to leave by the end of the day. However... His money is no good because he needs to. He needs a chain code. Yeah, because they're they're changing the uh, <laughs> the economy. Yeah, so you know you have to be registered under the imperial system in order to get you know imperial credits, and that's sort of a big bad no no because mm-hmm. you know like you said, cuts a deserter. So as soon as they figure out that you know he's a deserter, he's gonna you know obviously be you know in big trouble. Yeah. yeah. And essentially, they they come up with a plan to, to to get them in. It goes a little awry because it also involves them being in enemy lines. Yeah, Tech thinks sort of figures a plan out. Like, listen, we gotta forge these chain codes, but the mm-hmm. only way we get to those chain codes is if we, you know, get inside. So they uh, sort of call in this ship retrieval thing and get themselves impounded. And it's like, what are you doing? Omega's on the ship. It's like, oh. We forgot there was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so as they're, like, I guess behind enemy lines trying to, one, get their ship unimpounded, and two, for some chain codes for uh, Cut, Cut and his family, uh, the rest of the group are just trying to, you know... Not get caught! 
Yeah, you know, just slowly making their way into the shuttle. And Cut's like, no, oh, man, this is not going to work. It's not going to work. Cause he's nervous because like, he's got his whole family to think of. Yeah, he's pretty much just like, I don't know. This, 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 this is going to work. we gotta, we got we to figure something else. It's yeah. Like, you know, listen, fun, it's going to be fine, all right? It's going to be fine, all right? We got this. And, you know. There, thankfully, a lot of distraction happens thanks to the Bad Batch. Yeah, a lot of uh, moving around, you know, uh, distracting the mm-hmm. clones, and which helps... Uh, which I mean, Omega decides to grab the chain codes mm-hmm. and hand them over to Hunter and stuff, and uh, she finds out that there was one made for her. Yeah, because Hunter was talking to Cut and you know Sue, and just realizing that you know maybe she needs you guys, maybe she mm-hmm. needs a real family because I don't think she's gonna get that from us. It's gonna be too dangerous. Blah 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 blah, and you know she sort of like. Hunter's like, listen, you got to go with them, all right? It's going to be a lot safer you, you, and you need, like, a good environment to grow up, right? And that's we're not going to be able to provide you that. So Omega, you know, Hunter, like, leaves her there, so that way he can help out the rest of the Bad Batch, you know, escape. Uh, and Omega decides, no, fuck that. I'm going with you guys, mm-hmm. right? So as soon as, uh, you know, as things are getting a little dire, fucking Omega's just like, I'm coming in. You know, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, they all manage to escape. And Hunter's like, are you sure about this kid? It's like, I chose to go with you guys and Camino, all right? That doesn't mean, you can't just, you know, leave me behind like that. It's like, all right, kid, I guess you're here for the long run. And thankfully, Cut is able to go home. Yeah. Oh, leave. The, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's able to leave uh, the planet and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it, it, he almost has a little bit of a run in because one of the clones sort of, like, looks at him and he's like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, wait a second. You look a lot, and then of course, because the bad batch are causing commotions, like, listen, we need more help, hands here. And he's sort of like, move along. So, Cut and his family managed to escape. This is not your, des- this is not the deserter you're looking for. I mean, he doesn't have, that wouldn't have worked, though. He's not a Jedi. I mean, he's a Who clone. knows? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that's, and that's where the episode ends. They're all able to escape, they're all able to get out safely. Um, Joey, so what are your thoughts? Uh, the, the rundown for this episode was pretty small because, like, it's a break. It's uh, from if you start noticing, it's a very straightforward episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, yeah, because uh, I mean the central premise is mm-hmm. pretty interesting, right? It's yeah. we just have a group of clones on the run, sort of like trying to figure out just you know what their place is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be a lot of interesting stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Overall, uh, these past two episodes, uh, it's pretty solid. Yeah, really solid. I really enjoyed it. Right? Yeah. Now, are you? Would you be excited to see another episode? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, it's a, uh, it's definitely uh, intriguing. You mm-hmm. know, it's a, uh, it's an interesting uh, just seeing uh, this uh, time period mm-hmm. of like this transition into the empire, just seeing all mm-hmm. this stuff, sort of like the seeds of mm-hmm. of of, of, uh, of change, change in like. You know, uh, precursors to what is eventually mm-hmm. going to come in the original trilogy and stuff. So you know, it's uh, kind of cool. Yeah. Um, if I do have a problem, it's just like we don't get a set amount of like how much time has changed. Like between uh, the yeah, end, the 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 big events. Mm. Like we we know from the movie how it goes down because it's a uh, the the movie works with the with the time. But it's like 
okay, this happened, now this happened, now this happened. It's just like when you're comparing it to the big timeline of Star Wars, it, it feels kind of jarring, you know? I can understand that. Yeah, because right. like, at the beginning they're talking about how, um, you know, Obi-Wan is facing off Grievous, and like, it sounds like they just started fighting, and then the Order 66 got, you know... Comes in, right? Comes in, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. But isn't he, like, isn't this, isn't he supposed to be Grievous first, and then Order 66 happens? Or am I just, like, losing track of a lot of stuff? Or is, like... Or is, is, is time relative to where they're at? I don't know. And maybe. I mean, to be fair, it's a far-off galaxy. It's a big galaxy, right? Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of things can happen in, mm-hmm. in a short period of time, right? Yeah, I guess it's it's one of those things that, like, in my brain, it's like, it's it's not. I'm not saying it's a big negative. It's more of a nitpick for me. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 pretty. You know, like it's it, that's that's been in my head for like a while since I watched these episodes. Um, Joey, since this is your first time being experienced with the Bad Batch, what are your thoughts on each of the characters? All right, uh, I think I said it earlier. Uh, Hunter, he looks like. I don't know why they made him look like Rambo. It's definitely weird. Because mm-hmm. he's a hunter. I mean, I get that. It's just... It's a... Yeah. It's kind of funny. I don't know. Uh, we got Wrecker. I mean, he's he's the lovable big muscle dude. You know? Yeah. He's a bit dumb, but you know you know, you know, know where where his heart is, right? Yeah, he's got a good heart. He plays with the kids. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, Freaking Tech. You know, obviously the logical one. He is a Donatello of the group. Yeah, always sort of figuring stuff out and just sort of like, I'm, you know, clearly way smarter than everybody here. Uh, Echo, who, uh, yeah, I think I vaguely remember Echo from the original Clone War trilogy. Yeah, he was, so, a, he was a regular clone that um, we thought was dead, but turned out he was alive and, you know, became sort of half robot. Yeah, so he has a bunch of uh, mechanical parts, yeah. you know, he's sort of like... He's very interesting. Yeah, because at the end of the first arc of Clone Wars, that's where also the Bad Badge was introduced, which I'm now calling the pilot episodes. Mm-hmm. It's where uh, he essentially joins the Bad Batch because, like, I feel like I can help them out more than I could help you, Rex. Because, like, because like he, he, you see him, he, 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 he's half robot, man. He's got like a Phillips screwdriver hand. Yeah, and it's like you can totally see him fitting with those guys because like he's just kind of like a the odd one out now of the clones yeah so he so he joins the bad batch so yeah right right and then of course we have uh crosshairs uh who you know obviously he's a very interesting clone right? he's the lancer of the group more or less yeah he's yeah, very of much the, of the five-man band he's the lancer yeah 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 he's very uh he's questioning uh you know hundreds orders a lot he's very mm-hmm very antagonistic and i do kind of want to see like if you know if he does have that bit of uh like i don't know camaraderie still left in his heart to mm-hmm. be with his clones rather than just following the orders i don't know I mean, it'd be interesting to see but mm-hmm. yeah i think he might set up to be an interesting antagonist so yeah mm-hmm. yeah and if you guys are wondering what i mean by the lancer type uh just look up i'm pretty sure there's a video about the five-man band it's a trope that's uh, you see in a lot in books media and everything else so it's it's you, you'll see a lot of it and then you when you watch some shows with a with a group of people you're like oh oh yeah, yeah. watch it ruin every single show you ever watch in your life now <laughs> <laughs> i've seen some people compare them to the teenage Mutant ninja turtles a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see a bit a bit of Raph in in Crosshairs and also in Wrecker. Yeah. 
you can see some Michelangelo in there. Yeah. Some Leo. I mean, like they're they're based on some on like the the was it the the five something the five senses or I don't know. I, it's I think it's you're thinking about. Uh... I think you're thinking about the four humors or something. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. a bit complicated. Yeah. We're not gonna get into no. that. No, but the way I, but if you want like a for want like a good way for me to compare them, it's probably um. Have you ever played League or like Overwatch? Yeah. Okay, you got your support. Well, in this case, two supports. One uh, attack, one attacker, one mid, and you got the tank. Well, I don't really know. I don't think you know what mid means. Okay. So what? <laughs> no, but I, I, I think I get what you mean. Yeah. Because, because uh, I think you're thinking about mid as in a sniper. That's yeah. not how mid works in a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm trying to remember the, the term that they gave that that was at because you know Overwatch. I mostly played Overwatch and they had the I mean, classes. Yeah, but like I, I will say this with Overwatch okay. though, you know, just off tangent. Uh, mm. They got rid of defense heroes early, yeah. as you know. They combined it all together into just offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they just have uh, just attack, offense, just a offense, tank, and I think support, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I get what you mean. You got, you know, you got your, uh, you know, you got your sharpshooter, you got a, a tank, you got a friggin', uh, uh, you got, like, you know, two supports, and you got your... Uh, you know, you're you're your basic leader, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's one of the things that I was trying to remember. I was trying to explain to Kelvin, but I think I did it poorly. But I think he got it. I think he, I'm pretty sure he got it. But it's 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 like if you were wondering like how how this team works, think of like games like Dota, League, Overwatch. Just any team game where there's support. Yeah. Uh, where there's like class roles. Because mm-hmm. like that that's basically what you what you need to think of. Yeah. And uh, and. I mean, that's what I thought when I first saw them. Like, okay, here's a tank. Here's the sharpshooter. He's going to be, uh, you know, our guy. Tech, he's clearly the support because he's got the info and he tells you what to do. And Hunter is your attack guy because he's the leader and he's the one charging in. Right. That's what I thought the whole time. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's yeah. not incorrect to say. No, it's not incorrect. <laughs> but no, it's, um, I like the Bad Batch. They're pretty, like, straightforward and they're not, there's no, like, really that deep, you know, character into them. But I hope that this show kind of goes into that. Yeah, like, I mean, because obviously in the Clone Wars uh, series, like, you could get into deep with some of the clones, but you couldn't get into deep with all the clones. Here we're going to focus on this specific clones. So, yeah, I think uh, we might be seeing just a ton of development with them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Omega is pretty cool. It's pretty okay in my book. Um, it's just the it's just the star eyed kid who who's who's never been outside the world. Yeah, you know that's gonna be her role, just mm-hmm. very much being like, like, wow, everything's so cool. Yeah. Right? Now I don't know if she is gonna be a clone with force powers. I doubt it. Actually, no, I don't doubt. It. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Because knowing how Star Wars is. Yeah, maybe. You know, I I I'm still up in the air as to you know that mm-hmm. your theory or whatever. Uh, I just very much like to see uh, just you know what 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 she has in store for the group. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about in these two episodes? Um, uh, no. I think uh, we've covered most of uh, mm-hmm. most topics, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it is interesting to see the changes that they're doing with the empire, and I really do like um, 
some of the comedy and some of the relationships. Which, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Um, if you play close attention, especially in the first episode, Omega copies Hunter a lot. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Like. She she would see what he would do and and she does the same same thing. I noticed this when like Hunter was like you know you know you know the call sign for like hold he you know just put your hand up like that yeah. you know like a fist and she when he saw sees her when he sees him do it she does the same thing mm. so she's doing a little copy thing and it's like oh it's it's cute yeah she's very much like why does he do that I want to do that yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah, she really idolizes Hunter yeah and man. Also, I forgot to mention this. When I, I still, my favorite moment was still the the food fight. Yeah, because it's 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 a nice bit of light heart fun yeah. before we start getting into like, oh, all right, this is what's happening. Yeah. Also, it, it kind of gives you the insight of like how um how they treat the bad batch. Yeah, the the other clones are very much like what a bunch of fucking uh, defects. Yeah. Who cares about those guys? And the, and and everyone and we're all like, what are you talking about? They got the job done in like a badass way possible. Yeah. Work better as a team. Yeah. And everyone's just like, now the fight breaks out, everyone's just trying to chill. Crosshair's just still trying to eat. You're just like, why do I have to? Like, why do I bother? Why does this always happen to me? He's just like, I just want to eat my food in peace. Someone throws food at him and I'm like, alright, I'm in now. Yeah. No, but it's, it's, so far it's a solid episode. Clone Wars, I always felt it takes a while for it to really get good. Mm-hmm. The show-wise. Yeah. So, I feel like these f- episodes are going to be a little, not bad, they're going to be pretty solid, but by, by the end we're going to be like, man, what a great show that was. Because that's how it felt for me in the last season of Clone Wars. Like, the first uh, the first arc with the Bad Batch was pretty was pretty good. It wasn't great, but it was pretty good. Um, but now seeing the Bad Batch show, I'm like, okay, that was just the pilot, so I can't really blame him for that being pretty okay. Uh, the stuff with Ahsoka was pretty bad, the, but the final arc with, like, the, the Siege of Mandalore, holy shit, that was so good. Um, and yeah, I, I, I really expected it to be just like that a bit. Um, I don't know, how do you feel about the animation? Uh, it's good, I mean, uh... There are times where it looks really good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's definitely improved over, uh, mm-hmm. the years in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I guess... Uh, art style still gets a while to get used to. Yeah, Oops. the art style is still, like, one of those things that you kind of have to get used to just because it's a little weird and it looks a little blocky or whatever. Yeah, blocky, wooden. Um, yeah. I heard some people say it looks very, like, a tour commercial, like, their toys. Yeah, which, I mean, it's not a bad thing considering it's Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, I guess it I works. would say, yeah, it works. And if I guess if you weren't a fan of the Clone Wars aesthetic, you're... Uh, in design, and obviously you're still not gonna like it, even if you watch the Bad Batch. So, mm-hmm. you know, I do prefer it over the 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 art style they had for um, Rebels. And while I don't hate Rebels, I think Rebels was alright. I much prefer these two shows over that. I haven't seen Resistance. I haven't like given it thought, mostly because it looks too uh, weird, art wise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, if it's good, if it's good, it's good. And yeah, I think that's where I think we can end it there. So, guys, this has been uh, our our talk about uh, the Bad Batch, the first two episodes. Um, I'm pretty much give it a solid eight, both. Well, eight for the first episode, seven for the second episode. Uh, I don't know. I give eight for both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, so it's still, it's still a surprise. Anyways, guys, thanks for checking us out. We will be coming up back with more episodes about the, the Bad Batch. I'm hope, happy to talk about it. Um, but yeah, but if you really, but you can, but if you guys ever want to check us out, we do have a a couple of social media sites you can check us out on, like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Experience. We are more active on the Instagram. If you go there, you can help. Uh, you can find a link tree to. All the other podcasting sites where I've set it in, like like uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, po- Castbox, all that kind of stuff, and we have a link to the YouTube. So for all you audio listeners and been wondering how we look, but I mean like you know just want usually just want to see a video version of this episode, check it out there. And when you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, all the good stuff. And we do have a Patreon that you can support us in whatever possible way. We always have it on there, even if we're not making anything. We always make sure. That we have a, a place where you guys can support us. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, so Clone Wars, Star Wars is the Bad Batch. It's a pretty good show so far. We'll come back to see uh, how it goes. But for all you out there, uh, you know, be safe, stay cool, enjoy what you like. And yeah, it's been your boy Eli. It's been me, Joe. And we got the Centurions. Have a good one. Peace.